0: Hello, friends. Welcome to what we're calling our first bonus episode. All right. So, these episodes that we're calling bonus episodes, they uh, they give me an opportunity to really riff on things. Kristen and Jamie are friends of mine that I know through the local world here and through Linden Elementary in particular. Um, I really wanted to bring them in. They were a little nervous about this. I think they admit that. And this episode is superb. This This was a great podcast. The three of us mostly explored our perspectives and, and where they unite on parenting. We know each other primarily through being, at, like I said, at Linden. Obviously, our kids are at Linden. A few specific points about Kristen that she would like you to know. And I'm going to add that she has opened up Lala Pops in D-Town. In her own words, Kristen does her best to live each day fully, with a grateful heart for the gift of breath that she's been given. And I can say, having been her neighbor now for, I think, three years, it's true. She's new to the area, too. She moved here with her husband of 13 years, Dan, and her four children uh, three years ago. And you can, she just exudes that kind of gratitude and that open heart. She is also a professional photographer. You can see the link in the notes down below. Jamie has lived in Doylestown since 2001. She is a Jamie of all trades, as she would say, master of none. I'm not so sure that's true, Jamie. I have had the pleasure of getting to know her uh, by taking Amy Ward Brimmer's Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction course with her here at Coru in May. And I can vouch for the fact that she is definitely not... Just a Jamie of all trades. In her own words, Jamie has worked as a lifeguard, swim teacher, dog walker, and she has a background in Latin, ancient Greek, ancient Greek, and fluent sarcasm. She enjoys all things outdoors with her two children, and in her own words, her heroes are her husband and her dog, in that order. Again, what really brought this conversation together was our discussion on parenting, and without a doubt, these two wonderful women are great mothers, and it was an absolute pleasure to see their personalities shine through as they became more comfortable on the mic. Hope you enjoy. Thanks so much. We're recording on what has got to be the most beautiful day of the year, right? But everybody, it's kind of objective. I'd say the last like That's... 10 years. Jamie's doing that look again. <laughs> 10. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say 100, right. but I didn't want to. I mean, one <laughs> year is good enough. Yeah. Jamie doesn't like beauty or the sun. <laughs> no. Natural. I
1: thinking. That was my thinking look.
0: Oh. It looked a lot <laughs> like, a your, lot dick like look. your dick <laughs> look. Yeah.
2: <laughs> dick is on the mind, I guess. <laughs> just kidding. Are you from Schlong Island? <laughs> Strong yeah. Island, but yeah.
0: This was meant to be something we could give to Vivian and John and, and Griffin.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, shit, uh,
0: actually Griffin, <laughs> Griffin I don't know about John. Griffin says and I know who's had an influence on it. Um Griffin says penis a lot right now. Oh. Yeah. Very Freudian, I guess. Wait, doctor. is he
1: throwing it into conversation, or does it- Oh, no, it just it's it,
0: like banana and penis and fart, and it's incredibly, I don't know if that's the Linden effect or a couple of his friends, or age. What do you think? Is John in any, uh, doing any of that?
2: John calls it his penuche which is <laughs> French. <laughs> because oh, he has a said... French grandmother. Actually, you- Oh, so, uh-huh. That's on, seems... who, on whose side? Um, my husband's oh, mom all
0: right yeah you said vivian mentioned something kind of awkward
2: i'm
1: trying to think um i mean we talk about lately how babies are made is huge mm-hmm. yeah. so i got a book about it or two i got two books because the first book was from the
0: 1970s <laughs> they they were, it was the same thing then no
1: no but they described orgasms as like you know that feeling you get when you have a tickle <clears throat> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's interesting. They talk about orgasms? I know. In that book. that I know. feels so
1: I was it was not... the 70s. Yeah. It was crazy. The illustrations, too. Women's lib. <laughs> <laughs> And we're starting to go into the like dick conversation territory. Pretty
0: quickly. That wasn't long at all. Joe, how long have we been recording? Wim Hof just brings Six out minutes. that look at me. <laughs> wow. All right. This is going to be great. Yeah. This is exactly why they're together. We should, just, we should title this episode The Roast of Colin. That's fine. You could do that regularly. <laughs> if that's entertaining, that's fine.
1: I think I was talking about how she, it says you need a seed and an egg. And so my son was like, fine with that. And then Vivian said, well, how did daddy's seed get to your egg? Oh. Um, yeah. I was like, yeah. So I told her. Mm-hmm. And then she said, did you like it? <laughs> said, that's what you said. Yeah. Right. I said, yeah, okay. I did. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. When you're older. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's how that went. But no, we say penis and. Yeah. Uh, the JJ, I think. Got it. Yeah. Because it's a big word
2: for little kids. Is Vivian old enough to remember your pregnancy with Theo?
1: No, because she was. Um, she wasn't,
2: she was just one when I got pregnant. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're close. Yeah. So my older two are intimately aware of, you know, they've seen me oh, right. grow and breastfeed. And so there's a lot of language that they learned a lot earlier than mm-hmm. maybe some others <laughs> would. So did they, yeah. did you have a home birth or anything? Were they able to see it? Um, I had a, a, um, Midwife birth and a birthing center, but not at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they didn't see it. But with Lucy, she came home like eight hours after she was born. Um, She was a really quick, easy delivery. Wow. Easy, but quick. Um, So, yeah. And Madeline was seven, um, so or eight, and John was six. So they were old enough to really see the whole process and, and What about yeah the other wonder 20
0: because i have this board <laughs> here we're gonna put all their names down i cleared the board all my
2: 20 children
0: was it 20 20 i don't remember how many yeah 20 20
2: yeah. well i heard i can't remember all their dragons.
1: names
0: tammy timmy Tommy, i am tammy. the mother of dragons
2: that is that is <laughs> yeah. true especially after last night did you guys see it no, no.
0: i haven't no, i don't I did not see it I but haven't.
1: i've heard my husband gives me the highlights yeah. yeah i can't watch it the first time i heard about the oh.
0: Starbucks cup though. You know, there was a Starbucks cup in one of the scenes. Apparently, no, on really. Purpose. I think it was on purpose, from what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Some like kind of polite fu. Like, yeah, the lighting's fine. You can see things because apparently people were bitching about. Oh, it.
1: last week was really hard to see everything, see? and that's why
0: they put a Starbucks cup.
1: That's really funny. <laughs> wow. No, like we had to make the TV really bright because it was hard to see what was happening. Yeah.
0: I know. I know the complaints, but. Like it was just ridiculous and unbelievable, and like, and there are some legitimacy. There is some legitimacy to that. Like, they're literally like being snowed on by walking knives and swords, and they're able to yeah. live through it. But whatever. I don't get how Arya got there though, because
2: she's a badass. Exactly. i but she's been me. training her whole life. I, that
0: seems to be the uh, only explanation. That's it. But yeah, she's I was not one, afraid of did death. Did she have some kind of? Um, Davosian power that I'm not aware of? Like she could be- kind of like turn into the wind? Or is that just yes. to imply that she- Yes, oh, there you go, okay. Yeah, yeah she is a badass, no denying yeah. that.
2: I mean, of all the things, like you have to suspend disbelief the entire time, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get into these conversations sometimes with people and it almost as if it's as if, and I think sometimes it actually is happening. They are thinking of it like it's history. Hmm. Like, oh yeah, that was like 1500 years ago, right? <laughs> Not you. No, you. You never serious? had this experience. Yes, I'm serious. It's like sometimes we're talking about it. And it's like, yeah, when the that was when they defeated the dragons, right? Like Five hundred <laughs> A.D. And the White Walkers were just before that.
1: Who are yeah. you talking to? Is this while the ice bath is happening? Yeah, we're usually
0: <laughs> it's all ice bath induced conversation. Yeah. Well, that whole room really gets you in the Game of Thrones mood, right? Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Winterfell, and then what? The sauna is uh, King's Landing
0: sure sure Where was that other place that was relatively more it could be a dothraki area too yeah that was deserty hmm.
1: yeah did you read the books no me neither Mm-mm.
0: yeah ditto so linden <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll read them at linden yeah that would be good is that third grade reading
1: right after harry potter
0: yes no they <laughs> skip harry potter these days yeah do your kids like harry potter Madeline Madeline's obsessed it. with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that seems like a good obsession.
1: Did you? Did she read them? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Did she you let her read, read all of
1: them? Yeah. So how did it go after the Goblet of Fire? Did she get more emotional about them, or does get more? So, it's
0: more yeah. adult then.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: that was the first big death, right? Cedric. Goblet of, exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah. I want to say it was third, third into fourth that she was reading them um she's just a really avid it sounds like vivian is too reader Mm -hmm. i can't stop her even if i wanted to um she's now asking for permission to check out sixth grade books at the at the school library um but no she wasn't she wasn't afraid of it
0: girls really do mature faster yeah this is so great we've organically gotten to the (laughs) sort of the first thing on the list which does really um well there's no yeah let's see we all send our kids to public school and what do we, how do we add to their education? I have definitely, if, we're, if there was going to be any intentional sort of depth to this conversation, it was going to be about parenting and, and education. Yeah, but we can throw that way out the window. We can totally scrap that and just riff on this as much as we want.
1: I was wondering, did you go to parochial school growing up?
2: I went to public school all the way through, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I never went to public school. Me neither. Catholic until college, Catholic school until college.
1: So I was wondering... I wonder the same thing. How do uh-huh. you how do you teach? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Values and morals. Yeah. How do, how does a public school address that? And that was a big concern of mine going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you already had that.
2: Yeah. Experience. Yeah. I think ultimately, for for me and my kind of theology, it's all about grace and love. And I think that I'd much rather pick up those pieces at home than have to clear up some sort of message of um rules and obedience um think that could be really damaging to a child honestly um so that's that's kind of our take on it did your husband also go to public school he went to private school oh yeah he went to private christian school in virginia in virginia yeah yeah I won't speak to his experience, but I think that he would agree with what I just said. Um, So Hmm. yeah, that's refreshing. Yeah, Yeah,
0: thank you. Now you're getting into character.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think we are born as spiritual beings, you know? And I think, so this kind of comes into um, how we think about children in general. Um, So often I think our culture thinks of children as empty vessels that we are to pour into whether that's spiritual or educational or anything and i think that you know our little infants are born with a deep reverence already innate within them a spiritual desire and hunger and thirst to know and experience awe and i think you know having a two-year-old and a four-year-old at home i see it all the time you know, whether it's like looking up at the birds or seeing the trees are changing. I mean, things that we walk past now as adults and we don't see, I think that is their spirit calling out and elevating wonder and awe. Um, and I think it's just one step from there to kind of connect that to, um, if you believe in a creator, your creator. And if if this beautiful world around you is, is drawing you in, um, feels like it's always inviting to us and to children and um i think sometimes as parents and educators our best role is to step back and allow them to engage the wonder around them and then to call the wonder out within us so that
1: was super beautiful and articulate (laughs) (laughs) You never put it that way i think that that sounds wonderful um but also really idealistic Mm -hmm. and um It makes me feel comfortable about Vivian and John being friends. (laughs) Um, Yeah, um, second that for Griffin. Yeah, all of your children. They can go to your house anytime. Yeah. Um, and I guess my worry for public school, no, my worry for public school was that, um, I well, not where I didn't know what the secular message would be, Mm -hmm. what they would call what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You're saying we can call it God.
0: Mm -hmm. I didn't know what they would call it or if they would acknowledge it. Or in all, which is not literally the same. You're not saying those things synonymously, but I hear a synonymous yeah. uh, intention there. But with God being another potential synonym. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm
1: I, saying in her house, you would call it God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I, yeah, I just didn't know. I didn't know anything. I, I was a nanny for 10 years before. I had my own children, and those children went to Catholic school and then Quaker school. So I've, I've not had any experience with the public yeah. school. And if you don't go to public school, the message you get about public school sure <laughs> it's not
2: positive yeah so
0: mm, right yeah my dad made a very conscious decision to support us going to catholic school so that we would have a framework from which to then look at everything um it sounds like what you're acknowledging is a bit of concern that they wouldn't have a good enough framework in the secular context um which i share because yeah i didn't go to public school at all It was very we were interested in the Waldorf and Montessori, you have recent experience with, um, and even the Quaker over Buckingham Friends. Well, my
1: kids went to Waldorf preschool.
0: Yeah, yeah, I went to Montessori preschool. Um, but I will say that I I think Lyndon has a lot of great things going for it. I'm very happy with it. Um, very happy with it. But it's mostly not, not because of this part, though, but because of the social and the communal component. I don't think there is the. What we're calling spiritual message which obviously isn't intended to be there i'm assuming it's not intended to be there they don't go to mass right yeah they're not doing anything like that but, but they are playing but, but i
2: wonder is it really a do du- is it really dualistic
0: no i don't you know? think so which is why there's such a great positioning of us sitting here as we are and i'm going to continue to find a way to make it so that we're finding that middle both end approach yeah no it's not really but it's, it's good to play with looking at it both ways and see how it's not, right? So what possibility is there for a more direct guidance in the broader communal, obviously, school context?
2: Hmm. I mean, I guess when I said, Does it doesn't have to be dualistic, I think that the formation of the mind is in a lot of ways a formation of the spirit and that, you know, as community is formed, it doesn't always have to be, based in a religious experience. I think that, you know, for example, what a gift for our children to be able to go to school with people who have all sorts of beliefs and who have so many different understandings of, um, of God or, you know, um, life. You know, ultimately, I want my kids to grow up to be kind, loving, gracious, contributing members of society, I don't care what their math grade is. Um, and if at first grade, that's all we're talking about, then that's a problem. So coming here was a really big question. What is the public system going to be like here? What are we looking at? What is going to be valued? And I have to say, I mean, it's night and day. Right. Um, when you, I mean, you guys have all been to parent-teacher conferences. Oh, we talk great. about it feels like the teachers know who our kids are and care about who they are and the people that they are. Um, and that's more important, I think. And that's a gift that Lyndon and I think our community is upholding. You're yeah. the least pastor-wifey pastors wife
1: that I've ever met <laughs> <laughs> thank you and I think part of that is are that you offended yet <laughs> No. Wow, most of my <laughs> experience is not with Episcopalian um pastors wives yeah
2: yeah and so it's been an interesting experience for me because I don't really like being defined by his role um I'm proud of who he is and the leader that I see him becoming. And I think that that gives me, um, he gives me freedom to be who I am and, um, you know, faith for me is ultimately about freedom. And so I have no desire to be the type of person that, uh, ever make someone feel, you know, judged (laughs) because of my role. Like I'm a broken idiot most of the time. And, um, if that can be the the message that I live out in my life, then that makes me thankful. Are you guys Terrence Malick fans? Anyone? Holy shit! <laughs> no. Yes,
0: no. Uh, I'm very very peripherally though, and kind of new. And I'm only because I keep hearing about him and have for years. I've never really intentionally looked into. It's relevant. <laughs> it's relevant. Why yeah. did you bring up? Why did you bring him up?
2: Oh, because I think he he gets at kind of the awe. Um, So some people love him. Some people hate him. We love him. Um, He's... To to the two uh, movies that I think are probably most profound that I've ever seen are Tree of Life and um, To the Wonder. Um, And Tree of Life is like three hours long and it has dinosaurs and Brad Pitt and... I mean, it's like... (laughs) But it's- Holy shit! Wait, <laughs> you,
0: you brought up Terrence Malick. I went yeah. to Terrence McKenna. Yeah,
2: yeah, yes, we've the seen that. Tree of Life, Thin is- Red Line, but Tree of Life, I think, is like an opus toward yes. faith and what it means to be human. And um, that's a great- it's. There's a scene in the middle that um, it's kind of a montage of a child experiencing life. It's through the eyes of a child, and Malick is, you know, known for having very little dialogue. It's all. Um, dreamy, light-filled, and as a photographer, I'm so profoundly moved by the way he sees things. Um, but a child kind of experiencing life, and I mean, if when I tell you I wept, it, it was like six minutes in the movie theater, <laughs> just the, at the beauty and the profundity of it. Um, so, listeners, give it a try. <laughs> it's long. Griff- there are dinosaurs, yeah, there but are. there's also Brad Pitt. <laughs> Griffin
0: was one. We were living in Virginia. Griffin was one at the time.
2: You lived in Virginia.
0: I did. Yeah. Yeah. We were all in Virginia, uh, literally at a hippie commune. Um, Where? And we took turns to go see the movie. <laughs> we took turns to go see it. So I would, I hung out with Griffin and then Tracy hung out with Griffin because it was we were so excited about it and it was great. Yeah. I definitely recommend it. And it is long, and he is—he has a very unique style. Yeah, I remember re- when I first read about him. It was in a, a book about directors, and like the simple take on him was he had just made three Thin Red Line*, I think, and it was like this—this this only made four movies, and they're all amazing. And he just doesn't make enough, and he's really—he's inconsiderate. Yeah, <laughs> everything he, he makes is gold, out. and he-,
2: he has a new one coming out soon.
0: I bet yeah well he's definitely been making more which and he's I don't know if he's got he stayed as good uh, because of have that have
2: you seen *To the wonder
0: uh, that was uh, Ra- Rachel Be- McAdams and Javier ben... Bardem yeah, yeah yeah Javier Bardem was that Barden. good was it worth it mm-hmm. okay okay I mean it's yeah it looked That's... worth it I didn't see it alright
2: sorry Jamie <laughs> well no, it's re-
0: they, they it, it is relevant yeah especially
1: so commune yeah right
0: yeah I know <laughs> um you can't glaze over that no we don't have to glaze (laughs) over anything let's also not forget about identity because i think we are essentially needing to talk about identity like i think that is the essential piece here what Um, was the commune called (laughs) right there was a commune yes tell us more uh it's called anahata which means heart in sanskrit it's heart chakra you know the chakras it's uh it's as hippie as it gets total total fucking hippie commune yeah so between 2000 i won't go too far on this um basically 2009 almost all of 2009 to 2012 was like my big sojourn uh go out in the wild try to escape the world and hippie commune live in tp become a dad grandson. all that <laughs> yeah yes exactly oh catherine's fantastic Hell yeah um yeah try to do that try to do that yeah exactly yeah that was that that was that time in my life
1: so did you see griffin being born the whole the whole thing
0: wait oh you're trying to get to what i told you about are you trying to peel that out a little bit the ayahuasca (laughs) Uh so it would have been nice if you brought up turns mckenna um i did jamie you're cheating because we talked about this (laughs)
1: but your listeners don't know that (laughs) not
0: yet no yeah, there was that, that whole literally, I had, I, I've, I'm very, I think it can be good and it was good in many ways for me, but um not exactly a proponent of taking things and especially, yeah, except for breathing and ice bathing. Um, oh,
1: no, we did not have this conversation. <laughs>
0: Oh wait, no, no, no.
1: But I was hoping that it would just make you talk. Yeah, it does. <laughs> along it, does. With it. it has. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm enjoying <So>. the show. <laughs> Griffin
0: is Griffin is um, the result of a vision I had from on ayahuasca. Yeah.
2: Oh,
1: that's amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, those are not that, your dick Would Can eyes. that be the
1: way that we explain things to? Why didn't you tell me this before? I could have told Vivian and Theo that's how babies are made. Sure, <laughs> that would saved me a lot of trouble. Vi- well,
0: yeah, I don't know how that would link up. Yeah, yeah, I had a vision, and uh, while on ayahuasca, yeah, yeah, I had a vision of becoming a father. Yeah, and then acted on it later on.
1: In the vision was Griffin's name. Griffin
0: no no that came later he didn't even have a name until five days after being born We eventually was like oh yeah he's a griffin five days yeah he didn't have the name griffin until then that's awesome yeah i could talk about it more but i'm not sure how (laughs) (laughs) not sure how relevant it is the goal was to create an educational center which is what i was mostly into they didn't have to give up anything they had to apply and be accepted formally but pretty much accepted anybody so it was hmm. just a formality yeah
1: and did you have to work towards a common goal in some way like food or
0: well that was the goal yeah to be engaged in this um village lifestyle um uh, it just didn't work and that's what i mean by functional it doesn't work because there was no actually order and or uh, essentially leadership um it was a bunch of adults that Maybe they weren't parented by Kristen and Kristen, the Christens <laughs> of the world. So they, we were all kind of emotionally damaged and lacking in a certain ability to just let go of our our own desires and egos and become unified in a common mission. Everybody had their thing that they wanted to do, which is, is it was basically just a another version of the world as it is, but mm. with uh, less clothing and more um, land and trees and um, less showering and. Uh, all that jazz. <laughs> I showered. Um and I eventually this identity I'm just not sure how we're gonna get into the identity question, but organically it'll happen. Like if there is any legitimate or, or um good intent or yeah, yeah. Something that we can all connect to for that idealistic vision I mentioned about a more village experience, wouldn't it simply be better like we know if we were not as um, required to be the only ones watching the children all the time in that like nuclear family context. Aren't we clear that that's essentially awful? Or am I the only one that thinks no? That? I agree <laughs> with you completely.
1: And um, that's a, oh, one of the things I not only liked awful, about a communal a community yeah. mm. is the idea that I'm not the only eyes on my child and, oh my God, and that sorry. my child has other um, role models because mm-hmm. our children are their own beings. And uh, so often I think we feel that they're extensions of ourselves, but they're not. And so I can't fulfill all of Vivian and Theo's needs, Um, but perhaps somebody else can. I see that with the teachers at Linden. You know, Mm -hmm. Vivian has a relationship with Mrs. Brito that fills this need that she has to be needed. Mrs. Brito makes sure that Vivian feels needed. and It's a big deal. That is a big deal. And so for me, it's really hard to do that. Um, But she gets that from another adult. And so I would love that if we had more of a village type of mentality. I think that because of our socioeconomic area, it's a harder thing to come by. I feel like Linden is this microcosm inside Doylestown mm-hmm. where we have more liberal thinkers and Democrats. Um, and so maybe that kind of idea plays out a little better than it would in Doylestown at large.
0: What are you having? yeah can't do Kermit
1: <laughs> do, you, do you agree or not I, I'm throwing that out there as a question
0: I completely agree yeah. that's why I think it's great that we could be the three of us here in this end Joe uh, <laughs> yeah we're we're having our little microcosm of the microcosm and I would love it to be not yeah to become the the norm
1: but I think people who choose to live in the borough might have more of that th-
2: that thought well it's anyway. like the porch.
0: Yeah. The, yes.
2: the uh, idea a of a porch versus a garage, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. having lived in places with a garage, you park your car, you go inside, you don't ever have to see your neighbor if you don't want to. But on, um, in a porch, uh... you sit outside, you, you know, we're sitting there drinking a glass of wine. I see all the teenagers walking up and down. I see my neighbors multiple times a day. I think that it makes a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to who you know you know who your neighbors are you know who the kids are that walk up and down the street you know this person's going through a hard time because you know it just creates a different kind of community which i think is pretty special about about our town mm-hmm.
0: all right here's the key question about identity is there an objective unifying identity i err on the side of yes and it's both and it's our individual it's our individual awareness of the all 8ll and awe right and I don't know how why we would look at identity in any other way. I don't know what else there is to understand about identity. I think it's very simple. And so I'm just thinking back to our children and the educational models. Like, are we are we uh agreeing on that? Can we agree on that? And is that closing their minds in any way to present that perspective? Um doesn't seem like it to me, but.
2: I've heard someone once say that um, you should think about yourself as the most beautiful, profound being on earth, and also the biggest piece of shit that ever existed. (laughs) That, in, in, uh, you know, you hold that intention. Both and the both and that you know, and I think that's the gift that we can give our kids that they are. It's a very (laughs) specific translation of (laughs) that they that they are you know profoundly beautiful for who they are, and also. You know, not the center of the universe. Right, they're nobody. Well, that's. Yeah, a, that they're nobody, yeah. but not in a degrading way, but just in a because right. you are part of a larger, you know, story. Mm-hmm. And um,
0: so there are a lot of ways to say that. You just said nobody and everybody, or nothing and everything, being and becoming.
1: Right. Um, Special snowflake and, and a piece of grain of, shit. of sand. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah, or
0: I like, like the shit, snowflake and shit <laughs> a little better. <laughs> I think mine's like a sand. You like yeah, sand? I like the All right. yeah, I like that. <laughs> well, go, fine, yeah.
2: You're, Two against you're one. the guest. Three against one, Joe
1: agrees, yeah. Oh, I was, I was <laughs> thinking <laughs> shit flake.
2: <laughs> Bring <laughs> it together, Joe.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. We just solved the world's problems. Yeah. So how do you develop an emotionally um, healthy attitude towards yourself and the world and growth in life and the consistent process of being and becoming with that awareness?
2: Yeah. I think becoming aware of your own inability to um, or your own the fact that you're capable of just about anything given the right circumstances in the right context. And so that awareness, you know, it's a it's a terrible, wonderful thing to be a human walking through life and in, in community. And I think when you can look at someone in the eye and say, I kind of like the, you know, the namaste, like I see. The divinity in you and also I see I see the humanity in you and whatever I might look at you and see that you're doing that I judge I'm just as capable of doing it too you know the the person in jail I given the right circumstances it could have been me and I think that that kind of that's a wrestle that you you have to wrestle with yourself to really understand that um but I think at its best that makes us more loving and compassionate and gracious and able to say I'm sorry and i see you and i hear you and i understand what you're going through and you know i think that's the hope
0: right so essentially in order for I mean, we're saying things that have been said before in our own beautiful little suburb of philadelphia or however we identify this beautiful spot on the planet um we're adding our it's kind of wisdom right to the uh pot here that we know in order for humanity which we're speaking to to uh, progress and evolve one family one child one uh, parent child relationship one self-self relationship at a time you have to maintain that very difficult to maintain awareness Uh, but that's the only way that we're gonna if we're talking about progress in a way which it sort of is what we're talking about (laughs) it's the only way that we're gonna progress Yeah, I think,
2: you know, life kind of teaches you, too, as you grow. I mean, we all know that the ultimate end for all of us is, you know, life is so short. And um, I think that holding that into tension, you know, the idea of show me that my days are numbered, that I might live my best life, you know, now. Um, And what does that look like? I don't know that it, it would be, you know, crowning achievements probably more grace and love and community and forgiveness and apologies, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It always makes me think about where did we go awry? Um, where did we get all confused? I always, yeah, think about that historically. I have a suspicion. I have a sense of it. It has something to do with trying to control everything, thinking that we can do it better and that feeding the excess to do it our way and impose our way and make it our way and forget that we need to allow i think the only rule if there is a cure it's the uh, consistent recognition that we need to allow hmm. somehow that yeah you got a home
1: it's more like an amen oh. <laughs> hey, can you do a, trying to encourage you
0: yeah. amen <laughs>
1: amen sister um i think it's pride yeah that's my but,
0: nugget. Yeah. Dick eyes. No. Jamie <laughs> oh, has so, so really a lovely eyes we're so for at all, peace all you now. listeners. <laughs> Bright blue,
2: smiling face. eyes.
0: I was kidding. <laughs> Sorry. My Irish eyes. Were <laughs> Can you, we edit this? <laughs> yeah, you can tell Joe to edit any of it. We're going to edit it down to about 10 minutes anyway.
2: <laughs> Joe, this is going to be a great, great piece to edit. Yeah, poor
0: Joe. <laughs> any Anything more to add?
2: No, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, I'm thankful for the opportunity Was this to fun? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I was nervous, but you guys treated me nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you I wasn't sure. And you're not offended. You were never
0: once offended. No. no.
2: It takes a lot to offend. That, though, proo- to that
0: disproves everything about Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Hmm. We just disproved. No,
2: she's just exceptional.
0: Oh. Thanks, damn.
2: Jamie. You're exceptional. <laughs> yes. Um, you too, Joe. You Thank too, you. Colin. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs>
1: are you still doing your photography full time?
2: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: as much as you can.
2: Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. That was
0: what
1: we meant.
2: Yeah, I yes, I love photography. Um what do, what do you focus on the most? I don't think you're big into weddings anymore, right? Um so I do weddings, but um honestly, wonder is probably what I would want to capture in any way that that might appear. Um whether that's childhood wonder or the wonder that exists in a couple you know, committing their lives to one another. Um which is hard and dreamy and I'm not the best business person because of that like I love the art of mm. photography and I love the art of making images that feel like something when you look at them mm-hmm. um, but that doesn't always translate to good business mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah I think it's a it's a juggle for me but mm-hmm. yeah that is my that is my job
0: <laughs> Kristen Moore Photography
2: mm-hmm. right? with an eye yeah
0: K-R-I-S-T-I-N, right? Yes, yeah. I can see how your pictures are slightly Malik-influenced, maybe. Totally. Yeah, totally, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. Now totally. that you mention that. Light, I mean, I think that photography is Especially great, but for, it's a tool um, for capturing light, and I think that's probably what Malik might say, too, about about videography and filmography. Um, yeah, it's magic. It's kind of you know, every photographer has it on their about page about, you know, stopping the moment and blah, blah, blah. But really it is, it can be really magical, especially if you see a photo and it just like kicks you in the stomach with the feeling. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I'm sure you all have something like that. Some photo of you with a child or a parent or someone you love who you've lost or something, and you just it doesn't even have to be well exposed. It could be mm-hmm. with a point and shoot. It could be with your iPhone. Like you just see it and you feel something that's magic, you know? And you're talking about remembering as being one of the biggest gifts of humanity, really, that we can remember. Photos are just a tiny way that we can remember, and they can help shape our memory. So that's why, that's why I do photography. It's not necessarily photography. It's the being able to hold in your hand something that is transient. Hmm.
0: I think we'll leave it at that, unless you're going to add. No, you're good. I'm (laughs) clipped. All right. Thank you both.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Colin.
0: You're welcome, Jamie. (laughs) I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. Go exercise. (laughs) Go enjoy the beauty. It's sunny. You might like it. It's different. Wear some sunscreen. (laughs) What kind of exercise might you do? Walking. All right, breathe (laughs) through your nose. Make the most of it. (laughs) Yeah, to the wonder, then, right?
2: To the wonder.
0: Okay.
1: Mm. God, I feel Uh, like I just came out of virtual reality. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was fun. Yeah, Yeah. we don't ever have to publish that if you don't need (laughs) to. (laughs) You you do edit it, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't nervous at all, and then we started, and I I was like, oh, fuck, I sound like an ass.
2: No, you don't. (laughs) I do.
0: All right, in lieu of that lengthy intro, a quick outro here. We hope this conversation finally convinced you to basically just move to Doylestown, where we all live. It's the best place to be. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review below so we can continue to spread these conversations with you and others. Thank you.